I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. Jamaica's unofficial motto may be no worry. But if you're gay in Jamaica, there's plenty to worry about. The country has a law that makes gay sex illegal. And according to Human Rights Watch, Jamaica has an epidemic of homophobic violence. But for the first time in the country's history, there's hope that things could get better for gays and lesbians there. Tristram Corton with station WLRN in Miami reports from Kingston. Jamaica's only gay rights organization is at the end of a long driveway in a quiet Kingston neighborhood. Hello? Hi. It's called J-Flag, Jamaica Forum for Lesbians, All Sexuals, and Gays. But there's no sign on its door. Outside, there's a surveillance camera. And inside, there's a panic alarm connected to a 24-hour guard service. Security is so tight, the staff all use pseudonyms. Well, still currently, I don't use my face or any media. I began the work doing using a pseudonym. I, I use the name Jason McFarlane. That's Dane Lewis, J-Flag's 37-year-old director. He's the only one using his real name. Lewis is no firebrand. He's soft-spoken and thoughtful, yet he may have one of the country's most dangerous jobs. In 2000, a J-Flag founder fled the country after repeated threats. In 2004, another founder was killed with a machete during a robbery in his home. And J-Flag's last director? He was attacked by a mob in 2007 and given political asylum in Canada. But Lewis is staying. I know that we all can't leave. Somebody has to stay and fight the fight. The animosity towards gays in Jamaica is deeply rooted in the country's Christian traditions. People there often equate homosexuals with pedophiles and other sexual predators. World is in trouble. Anytime much of man come, back to boy and get up and run. A gunshot near back. For years, dance hall songs like Boom Bye Bye celebrated violence against gays and lesbians. At the Halfway Tree bus station in downtown Kingston, the idea of gays living openly here provokes violent outbursts. Stab them. Chop them up, this man says. He's using the Jamaican slang, batty man, for gays. No batty man around on the street. I don't believe that Jamaica or me or anybody would be willing to accept the fact that two men can walk and kiss down the road. And if you saw that, how would you react? I would react violent and probably beat one of them because definitely that's against everything I believe in. Four years ago, then-Prime Minister Bruce Golding was interviewed by the BBC. Do you, in the future, want to live in a Jamaica where a gay man or a gay woman can be in the cabinet? Sure they can be in the cabinet, not mine. Well, they can't be in yours. Not mine. (laughs) Well, Jamaica is one of the most homophobic countries in the world. That's Lloyd Diagalar, a human rights activist in Kingston. When we had the last government under the Jamaica Labour Party... The then prime minister said, not in my cabinet, meaning that he would never appoint a gay person to his cabinet. And that was a signal to homophobia in Jamaica, and homophobia became even more rampant. In 2011, reports to JFLAG of violence and discrimination against gays were triple what they were in 2008, when the prime minister made his comment. The U.S.-based group Immigration Equality handles asylum cases based on sexual orientation. Steve Rawls is the organization's spokesman. He says the group has more clients from Jamaica than any other country in the world. Many of our clients from Jamaica, especially lesbian clients, 
report to immigration equality stories of horrific violence, including family members who find individuals to rape their daughters as a method of correcting their sexual orientation. But last year, something surprising happened. Jamaica's two candidates for prime minister met for a televised debate, and the moderator asked this question. Mr. Holness, Jamaica has an international reputation for homophobia. What do you think of former Prime Minister Golding's statement that homosexuals were not welcome in his cabinet, and do you share that sentiment? Candidate Andrew Holness dodged the question. His opponent, Portia Simpson-Miller, did not. I do not support the position of the former Prime Minister because people should be appointed to position based on their ability. No one should be discriminated against because of their, so, uh, their sexual orientation. She also said the government should revisit the anti-gay law. No Jamaican politician of her stature had ever said anything like this in public, especially while running for office. And then she won. But since taking office, the prime minister hasn't addressed Jamaica's so-called buggery law. I doubt she's really sincere about it. That's activist Lloyd Diagalar. Well, it's been 100 days since she was elected, and she has said nothing, she has done nothing. Others argue for more patience. Horace Helps is a journalist with Jamaica's Observer newspaper. It will happen. It's going to have to be skillfully done. I'm sure they're not going to wait until the last year before election. Dane Lewis of JFLAG is willing to wait. He's working patiently, behind the scenes, from his unmarked office hidden down a long driveway. That question posed to the candidates for prime minister back in December? What do you think of former Prime Minister Golding's statement that homosexuals were not welcome in his cabinet? Lewis was responsible for that. We have a number of allies in the media. One of those allies was moderating the debate. She ensured that the question was asked and didn't let up until she got an answer. Lewis remembers exactly where he was when those words were spoken. I started listening in my car. He rushed home to let his dogs out and continued listening on a portable radio. I also had to be reserved as I walked the dogs because I could jump and scream as I would have wanted to. I'm sure my neighbors would have heard me say, yes, yes. That's because celebrating might reveal that he's gay. And for now, in Jamaica, that's just too dangerous. For The World, I'm Tristram Corton, Kingston, Jamaica. Tristram reported that story with a grant from the Nation Institute's Investigative Fund.